0: Hey Hoopheads, once you finish
1: listening to this episode, be sure to check out the rest of the Hoopheads Podcast Network for even more great basketball content. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, J.J. Rivera, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Kenneth Wilson. And welcome to 305 Culture, a show where you feel the heat. Yeah, Let's yeah. get down to business and talk some Miami Heat basketball. Well, before we begin, I would like to introduce a very special guest to our to today's show. Tiffany Meeks, contributor at the Miami Heat Beat. Tiffany, how you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We have a lot to talk about because we haven't done an episode this week since you know all-star break and whatever but yeah we have a bunch of stuff to talk about let's start with the dallas mavericks game a loss unfortunately that snapped our winning streak a game that saw some part- that set to tw- heat twitter ablaze with the late game execution something that will come up again in our next game but this one was particularly hurtful we were up by by a sizable margin, and then in the second half, everything turned. Uh, Tiffany, since you are a guest, you are you get to go first. Okay. What did What did you think about the game?
2: Uh, I think I think that game was a many of things, but I every now and then I appreciate games like that because those are the wake up calls. Those are the games that you need where you are, you know. For for a better turn of phrase, smelling yourself when you think you're you're hot shit, and you get that wake up call and you realize, oh, there are still things we need to work on. There are still things we need to do. Um, case in point getting lackadaisical and you know every team makes a run because regardless of how trash we seem to think players are this is still the nba and they're they're in the nba for a reason so everyone's going to go on a run at some point but it's how you respond to those runs and who 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 steps up to put out that fire and unfortunately you know everyone was playing hot potato with the ball and and no one stepped up um it was a tough loss, but I kind of feel like maybe that loss kind of gave them the grittiness they needed to pull out the the game that we, you know, watched last night. Um, you know, uh, versus, who did we play last night? It was it seemed like it was three days ago, but it was Char- just last night. Charlotte yes. Hornets.
1: Yes, and it was, yes. And <laughs> it was a marathon of a game.
2: Yes, it was. So I think that that game to Dallas kind of, maybe gave them that little extra something where we all thought maybe that uh, Charlotte game was over and and they found that extra gear to kind of get into to to pull out the win.
1: Absolutely. Speaking of which, the offense did not crack 100 points against the Dallas Mavs. It seemed like they were well on their way to having a really good offensive game, but things did not go as planned. for, And particularly... In the second half, part and more specifically in the fourth quarter, Dallas, headlined by Luka Doncic, of course. He led them in scoring, but if you watch the game, you know that the real MVP for the Dallas Maps was Maxi Kleber, What he had a couple of key stops against Jimmy Butler in the in the final quarter. Jimmy led us in scoring 29 points, ten rebounds, three assists, but in a way I feel more comfortable when Jimmy's not scoring at that level. Obviously, you know, you love it when your best player is playing that way. But to me, it signifies that the rest of the team is not really doing its job on the offensive end. And Jimmy has to continually step up and take those shots and whatever. Which is ironic considering what happened in the next game. But let's not get too far far ahead of ourselves. Or like Kenneth likes to say, step on our own toes. Kenneth, what did you think?
0: Um, for me, man, it's, it's, it's I guess, um, if you want to merge the two takes, a little bit of both, um, I guess I'm not as um, macro as either of them, though. I mean, and it's focusing specifically on the notion that um, the Miami Heat got lackadaisical in the Daleks-Mavericks game. Um, when you look at it, they – and I guess this is where the merging with your point comes in. They actually contain Luka Donic for the most part um, to begin the game from a scoring perspective.
1: Yeah, I want to... Tiffany, I believe she mentioned something about the effort. And what better way to summarize that than the offensive rebounds allowed at, when, when the Mavs missed free throws. It was... It was really weird to watch because that's usually not what happens with the heat. But the Mavs were grabbing, they grabbed several rebounds off free throw misses, which usually does not happen.
0: That's also another point I wanted to mention. Like you miss Dwayne Deadman. You miss his presence. You miss his physicality. Um, You miss the nuisance that he is for other big guys. To be honest with you, whether it be on the offensive, you know, the offensive glass or whether it be the fact that you mentioned this too, JJ, Maxi Kleber went nuts, not only guarding um jimmy butler but he contested every fucking thing in that game like i mean if if you know the referee was handing the ball off to the guy to take it in on the inbounds maxi cleaver was right there like what the fuck you doing so i mean it's just a situation where you need Dwayne damon um in the game to not only be at presence but you need him to grab the damn rebound so i eh, and a lot of stuff in that game they could have been better with
2: i I, and it's funny because i i personally uh, think that would have been a game we might have saw more deadman bam minutes to kind of uh Definitely. match match their size because the Definitely. difference is they they have size. Um Kleba he he's skilled. Um but they but you know their bigs versus a Bam and Deadman, they wouldn't have outskilled Bam and Deadman. So I think that's where we could have used Deadman. Um because the interesting thing is, you know, as much as we see spurts of really great play from Yurt, people forget he's still a project. He's still young. Um, He hasn't really faced, you know, a a lot of top tier uh, talent because this is literally his first, you know, year in the league. So people forget and, you know, for bad or for worse, they're clamoring for a guy who still doesn't understand the defensive scheme, still doesn't know where to be yet. And you could see it clearly when you're watching the game. And who's still, you know, he's he's a half a second slow in all his rotations. Um, So it's it's kind of like you you were stuck in a situation where PJ just had an off night. And also, realistically, we can't forget, PJ's only 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Give a take yeah so so there are gonna be times where no matter how much muscle he has, the height is the height.
0: I mean yeah, but he plays big and and, yeah. and I agree with you there um there just and, and not only that there was just a lot of stuff that PJ usually gets to like even if you look at the Charlotte game and again as JJ mentioned not to get too far ahead of ourselves or stepping on toes um even in the Charlotte game he made shots and converted on plays. That he just couldn't convert mm-hmm. on in that game tuesday you mentioned something about your and i know you were letting them off easy i'm gonna give it to the people straight here's what tiffany was saying in a more direct <laughs> manner so the motherfucker, if he could do the simple stuff with what he's able to do offensively and rebounding even if he just put his body there as a barrier mm-hmm. that would be okay but the motherfucker can't even do that there was Look, so there was a layup. I'm sorry, I'm going to Charlotte real quick because we're talking about Yurt. There was a layup with Terry Rogier, who's smaller than PJ, by the way. I I noted it. He's miniature. I'm 6'3". If I stood next to Terry Rogier, I'm bigger. And (laughs) he just drove through the lane like Yurt wasn't even there. And then after the play, Yurt would start looking around like, Yo, where's my help? I'm like, you're the biggest motherfucker on the court. <laughs> you're and he the drove help. right at you. You're <laughs> the help.
2: You're Viola Davis. <laughs> you
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: are the help. Yeah. Like, it, anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, so, we do, we do appreciate
1: film references here, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> so we do appreciate film it. references here. So thank you. You're welcome. So listen, <laughs> in that game, I mean, well, the whole season, listen, Yurt has played well in spurts, as you have said. But it still, still seems like he struggles with NBA speed on the defensive mm-hmm. end, at least. Also, there was a play in the Dallas game where Jalen Brunson just stole his lunch. Like, literally yes. just oh my grabbed God. the ball oh out of his my, hands. But
2: that's... You, uh. Uh, you know, I, I I and I always go back to, I think, because, you know, players get so good and you know they achieve the highest level which is yes the nba which means you are very good at your job but i also think that sometimes they fall prey to those little things that you learn when you first start playing basketball and those little things are you get the rebound you hold it over your head if you bring it down Everyone smaller than you has the opportunity to get the ball. And I feel like Yurt still doesn't understand he's the biggest guy on the court. You don't need to bring the ball down. There's no reason. Like, there's a di- like there seems to be a disconnect with catching the rebound, getting the elbows out and the pivot. Like it seems like there's always something that he misses in those steps and the ball always gets taken away from him.
0: Little weak-handed too. Whether that be on yeah. the catch or, like you said, after that rebound, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a very light handle on the ball. Now you also got to think about it. We're talking about a guy in Brunson who is always overachieved as a little guy. Mm-hmm. He's the son of a pro baller, and he just plays and seems like a smart guy. So you know that he's seen that somewhere on film. Like this dude's soft and weak with the ball. I can run right up on him and take that. And right. that's what he did. Just give me that. And I mean, it just <laughs> it, it it was. It was frustrating, like, literally. I mean, I I didn't know what else to say, but how in the fuck? (laughs) But I digress.
1: I mean, I think that pretty much sums it up. Let's talk a bit about the game plan against Luca. So, that he started doubling every time he touched the ball or was trying to post off for a mismatch. They were clearly looking for Duncan on switches. However, there were times where he ended up with Bam, and for some reason, so they didn't double when Bam was on him. Because obviously Bam is probably the best, best and most versatile defender in the entire NBA. You mm-hmm. can add me on that one. And the it yielded pretty good pretty good results for the heat on those possessions. However, the map starts spraying threes in the second half. And you, as Kenneth alluded to, you are always exposing yourself to that when you have that type of game plan. However, I don't think I would have it any other way because that's still Luka Doncic, a guy that, by the way, in the game after, he went for 49 points. Right, so, right.
0: Well, I mean, you got to think, he, he like, scored 45 and 51 coming into the game. He was something like 45, you No, know I'm saying? He was something like 96, 24, and 14 coming into the game against the Clippers in the previous two games. I mean, I'm just saying, that's not bad.
2: yeah no he's good you know the thing about it I'm sorry go ahead
1: no 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 you go ahead Tiffany
2: no because the thing about it is you know my uncle always used to tell me great players you don't you don't stop you hope to slow down so you know they literally slowed Luca down but the problem is is that when you give the others you know confidence and they start making shots it's It's kind of hard to kind of slow that train down once they gain the momentum, and that's just pretty much what just happened during that game. They got hot and they couldn't miss and at that point, when all of a sudden we our, our feet caught up with our minds and we realized we need to like lock in on defense it was it was too late at that point. they had already caught fire they'd already caught all the momentum, and then Lucas started being able to basically bend our defense and he got to play a lot of one-on-one as well yep and so he's getting downhill and he's he's not fast by any means but he's big and he uses his body to every advantage and 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 that's just you know what it is this that's the thing um what happens also this starting unit hasn't been together long so you know i had been saying for like since last week now that you have your starting five, you're going to have some crappy looking games. You're going to have some games that look like shit and you just really want them to be able to pull it out. And as they pull it out, you want them to be able to gain uh, chemistry and, and, and start developing their offense together as a starting five. Uh, no, we didn't see it in Dallas, but it seems like maybe they might have figured out a couple of things as far as the Charlotte game that um we can get into um
1: yeah we're getting into it like
2: okay right (laughs) after you're
1: done we're we're getting into charlotte so
2: yeah we can go ahead now because i'm i'm ready
1: (laughs) all right well let's start let's get into it the heat won against charlotte by the way a game that Mm -hmm. honestly was i'm gonna be honest with probably one of the worst basketball games i've watched it was (laughs) it was awful basketball really i mean everybody looked ready to go to the All Star break, or in Lamelo, in Lamelo, and Jimmy's case, they were ready mm-hmm. to go to Cleveland. Although I don't, I don't think it's too exciting to go to Cleveland this time of the year, but hey, you're All Stars, <laughs> so a game that in two overtimes they barely scored over a hundred points. And by the way, like they, they reached that plateau into the in, in the second overtime, like. In the like in the first overtime they did not surpass 100 points i believe it was uh, it was really really tough game to watch mm-hmm. so tiffany you wanted to get into this yes. game give us your thoughts
2: <laughs> um you know i listen i appreciate that they they found something and they won the game uh but i like what we got out of kyle and duncan now with that being said you know i'm not all about the numbers and and scoreboard watching and this and that but pj was the best player in that game like from mm-hmm. from start to finish if you if you go back and you look you're not in that game without every little thing pj did scrapping under there, you know how many times he was under the basket by himself one on 4 getting rebounds like some of the things he was doing at his size and at his age was a little bit unrealistic but he kept he kept them afloat um doing those little things and then you had duncan and kyle come on with the with the offense late um but realistically the half court offense is a mess You, you, know, could say, and,
1: you could say that again. <laughs> it's
2: and, a it's a it's a real it's a real mess because I just think they don't really know what they want to do. They have too many. It seems like they might have too many options and I could be I, wrong.
0: I'm not cutting you off, but I just I'm glad you said that because I, okay. I agree and disagree. But that point, go ahead, though. I'll get to that.
2: No, no, no. You go ahead, because I want I want to I want to hear this. Go ahead.
0: So I agree exactly with you on PJ Tucker, and I think that's one of the reasons why I brought him up um, about the last game because PJ has been quietly so huge for us all game. It's mm-hmm. not just that he was huge in Charlotte. That's the shit he does every night that yep. nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. He does that every single night, and that's why you hear Spo and you hear the rest of those guys that actually know what the hell they're looking at. They always mention even I mean even E. Reid to a certain extent, like how you know just how you talk about a guy. Who does all that dirty stuff that nobody's gonna praise that isn't gonna make nba tv that's not gonna make espn they're not gonna create a segment for you unless you're one of the dirty work guys and just so happen to be a talking head now but i said all that to say he's always huge and if he's not there then you know it if again if you know what you're looking at if you don't you just see that we're losing Mm -hmm. but if you know what you're Mm -hmm. looking at you like "Eh, pj's not quite being him tonight now to the point of offense they have so many different things that they can get to that i think they run through the roller decks every night and sometimes they find some stuff and it clicks and they go to that and then they can bring everything else off of that but they run into a situation like early in charlotte or even late in dallas and what happens that's why and i'll give you a point real quick not to get too far away That's why it isn't one particular quarter anymore. It used to be the third quarter because they used Mm -hmm. to reset and try to run through that Rolodex again as opposed to sticking to what the fuck was working and Mm -hmm. playing off of that. But now they find themselves just running through the Rolodex and trying to find something every time as opposed to using something as a foundation and going to it. And that's half of our fault too. So I'm not taking them off the hook because they're pros and, you know, Spo Top 15, they need to work that shit out. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this is our core, Jimmy Butler going to the cup. Everything else will come off that. We can look for P.J. second or Duncan second whoever we think has the optimal matchup tonight or whose shit is getting open. Is Duncan getting open quicker and more free off of those picks and off all that running he doing? Or is they leaving PJ in the fucking corner? Because there are some games where we come down the first six possessions or the whole first quarter and I'm thinking to myself, PJ has been open ten times. You Mm -hmm. mean the guy that's shooting the highest percentage in the Mm -hmm. NBA? Now granted, he's not taking nine, ten threes but when he takes a shot, he makes the motherfucking count. And that's gonna Mm -hmm. make somebody move and then some of this shit down here that y'all trying to get to that ain't open right now gonna open up because somebody or two motherfuckers even are gonna have to react when you kick it out to pj island so i'm thinking that you should get the ball to him besides sometime after the first quarter but it's going through that rolodex and having to find that thing every night as opposed to having like a script when you think about football the first 10 to even 25 plays are scripted so if you have that script that you go through as opposed to trying to figure it out and reinvent Mm -hmm. the wheel because you can every night, um, I think that will help. Now, again, my last point there, as I said, a little bit of that is our fault. And it's our fault, but to a positive event. And I don't mean to do too many double positives, but we need Bam and we need those other guys Mm -hmm. like, you know, whether that be Gabe or whether that be Tyler or whether that be those other guys, we need them to find a way to be involved and be a version of their best self every night. For Bam, of course, we can use him because he's the most, um, I would say, the most poignant example, um, we need Bam to take fucking shots. So when we're begging him to get involved, that Rolodex, we might flip all the way brrr, to Z and we should have started at A because we're like, fuck that. We're going to get Bam involved. This is the way to get him active. So that's what I mean. And, and even though it isn't our fault, it's something that he should be doing anyway. I'm saying that because it's always a big thing with us, the fan mm-hmm. base, media, whatever, whatever. Um, so that's what I think it is. As you mentioned, they can do so much shit that they try to go to something different every night. Don't reinvent the fucking wheel. Right. Use what right. works and then play basketball after that. Read and fucking react.
1: Right. Absolutely. Also important to note, Duncan Robinson closed the fourth quarter with the starting unit in this game after being right. Well, what are you fucking out? know?
0: That worked.
1: Huh? <laughs> that worked. <huh? laughs> I mean, after being questioned like questionably snubbed in the fourth quarter in the Dallas game and, you know, they left Gabe in. Gabe was... Listen, Gabe was non-existent on offense in that game. I'm sorry. Gabe is, it's a, is really good in other areas of the game, but sometimes the offense comes and goes. Or at least a shot making. But right. still, it worked. As Kenneth said, what do you fucking know? It worked. And right. he was get, And Duncan was... He was getting three-pointers because tested fashion. He was moving without the ball, which opens up the floor for, for Jimmy and Bam as well. Although... Jimmy and Bam were not really good on the offensive end in that game. By the way, oh, yeah. I don't want to say they had a bad game overall because on defense, both of them were stellar. Excellent. And I mean stellar. Yeah. Were and the shot
0: just went fall. They were getting good looks and taking good mm-hmm. looks. The shot just went fall. Speaking of Duncan real quick, and not to take your shine away because I want you to get back to that, JJ. There was a time where PJ had the ball on the block and Duncan did the little thing where, you know, oh, he yeah. run off the baseline and then as soon as he turned around, if he don't get the rock, he'll fade to that deep corner. Both motherfuckers ran with him yep. from PJ. Mm-hmm. PJ had a wide open layup, but he ended up passing out of it because he didn't see it. But that's the Duncan effect. Now, whether he's hitting or not, he still has that effect. Now, if he's hitting, both of those guys are literally going with him. But even right. if he isn't hitting, one of those guys going with him, the other guy looking at him, and the three other dudes on the court got their eyes on him. I mean, it's like, how can you not have him on the court? I don't understand.
2: I think the other, like... um It's kind of 50-50. There is an element, I do believe, that he isn't trusted yet. He might be now after seeing what he just did. I think there is an element of trust that's not there. Um, But I also think there is an element of ignorance at times with Duncan with the way he plays. He gets into early foul trouble. And then by the time he gets that third foul, he's buried so far on the bench that you're not coming back in and the and Spo isn't even looking his way at that point. So there's there's a little bit on, you know, that Duncan has to take on himself as far as the way he played in Charlotte. Like he has to keep that up. He's got to keep moving his feet, not reaching and being more active and aware on defense because he was and he didn't get those early fouls that got him bur- buried so far on the bench that Spo was just only playing Gabe Vincent.
1: I will say that off the ball Defensively, Duncan, the Heat as a whole had a really good defensive game in this one, but off the ball, Duncan was, you know, he has been having a solid season. Obviously, when he's an on the ball defender, well, usually but, doesn't go really well, as we saw in a possession where Lamelo just just took took him off the dribble and it was over, and he had a three right. point play. But right. still,
0: if you're off talking the about ball, the two he has identical, been good. if you're talking about the two identical fouls on the left side of the box. Um, one of those maybe was a foul, but that's some bullshit. We can talk about that later. Though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know the the officiating they they had some messes in this game. Like there was a there was a Miles Bridges out of bounds play. They just brother, simply, brother, you, yeah. you know, we could
0: spend episodes on that shit. I mean, I don't know what like. I mean, do the NBA have a like a eye? Do they have any eye portions to their insurance policy? Because I think all of these motherfuckers need glasses like they must not have no eye insurance in their policy cuz I mean, like nobody's going to the optometrists or anything like ain't that the eye people the optometrists yes, yes okay i'm just making yeah. sure i ain't talking about like braces for your eyes but anyway
1: yeah i recommend that they should go to lens crafters or something because jesus the, it was the owl people
0: was. somebody get you a two for 50
1: <laughs> Jesus, it was really bad. By the way, speaking of Miles Bridges, he had a really good game scoring against the Heat. And to bring it back to PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker took the Miles Bridges assignment in many occasions. Obviously, it didn't work always because Miles Bridges has become that type of player. But yep. still, it he slowed him down for right. the most part when he was switched on him.
2: And slowed him d- and, and and slowed him down enough in those overtimes. Yeah. Like, you know, he hit a and, big three, but I don't think he did much outside of that three that he hit. I don't remember yeah, him be, doing much no, outside of that. I don't I
0: um, no, because like you said, they took away, well, as you mentioned, J.J., it was because of P.J. Tucker um, setting the tone and the other people mm-hmm. following up with the physicality. But as you mentioned, um, Tiffany, no, he didn't do much outside of that because they took away his to-the-cup stuff. I think he had yep. that the last the – last the last really good drive he had was that move where he just diced Bam up, and that shit hurt me to my heart. Um, bam he ran out to he ran out too aggressive <laughs> to the baseline. Uh, hit him with uh, that hit him with that half heavy semi pump. <laughs> went right by him. Uh, Euro uh, step from Germany to yo. Poland to Russia under reverse dipsy do. Oh look, yo, No, come he, on, Bam.
2: Yo, he uh, what's 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 my guy? Uh, uh, I felt like I wanted to be like a. Uh, you ever saw uh, Above the Rim?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yo,
2: I wanted to be like Wood Harris. I wanted to grab something out the bag on him. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo.
0: <laughs> I'm clearing the whole court. Fucking yes. game over. Game over. Game over. Everybody no, go was, home. Hey, listen, Everybody go home. <laughs> that was nasty, yo. like I, like I, and, See, and at that point, it's like we can't overcome this five-point lead. So I'm like, ah, oh, and this motherfucker's showing up. <laughs> oh, no, no. fuck it. Somebody somebody pulled a fire alarm. It's over. <laughs> but, yeah. to that note and not to give him too much credit right here. Right, um, right, 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 right. Michael Jordan is going to be a little upset that he didn't write that check. Cuz it's going to yeah, cost him like it's going to cost him like 50 more million now.
2: Yeah, cuz now it's going to call Listen, cuz now he got to come out with another pair of Jordans. Oh, go Re- ahead, real yo. quick. It's all it, right. I mean, I'm, just, pretty, it,
1: I'm pretty sure it's going to be pocket <laughs> change for him.
2: <laughs>
0: i mean i'm saying though but you know how you stay rich you be right. cheap like you right. don't want to spend that money right. that's why he didn't give him the deal in the first
2: place right don't let rich folks fool you they shop at costco
0: facts <laughs> in there with box wine Franzia, <laughs> like all the all the non-name brand cheese puffs all exactly talking
2: so about now. Tiff, you got it talking about tiff you got it no you got it
0: right, and they to all of that shit in a Bugatti or a Porsche or something. But Exa- anyway,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> all right, here's somebody we haven't talked about: Kyle Lowry in this game. Oh, There's Buns. Good... <laughs> yeah. Speaking
0: of a Bugatti, no, right.
1: saying? <laughs> he got it. <laughs> the man, he basically carried our offense in the over in overtime. He was making, he had like eight straight points at one point. Like he was just our offense entirely. And he was making threes, getting to the basket. He drew charges. He was doing Kyle Lowry things. So he he basically willed us to victory, if you you want to say. Although in the second overtime, Jimmy Butler had the jumper inexplicably (laughs) fell. He's like, on
0: fire. He made two shots and that motherfucker
1: was the inferno, won't it? I mean, did you did you see the the that, time out where, where he where he went for
0: Jimmy? Come on now. Did <laughs> you see the
1: the time where he just went I I don't remember who he was talking to. It was, he was like, "I I like he couldn't believe those who went in. He, he He was like, "Did you see that?" Like <laughs> him, I, him. I, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he was shot. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was it,
2: uh, it, Listen. I, I when he when when the game was tied in regulation and I'm chatting with everybody and I was like y'all if I get this Jimmy fadeaway
1: oh I, I am not Listen, gonna be we, happy we need, <laughs> we need to have a serious conversation about that because okay between on. the Hawks game the Hawks I, game
0: oh you're about to game, do it don't do it
1: <laughs> what are those last last like last play of the game.
0: I can't place. defend everybody, and I'm not gonna try to defend a man. But here's what I'm thinking and thinking when you're thinking what you see and what we see Listen, Jimmy Butler is a guy that's leading the Miami Heat franchise in triple doubles now. Can we all agree? Fact, fact, fact. Facts all around. Mm-hmm. Facts all around. Okay. Well,
1: it's a fact, so
0: absolutely. I mean, you know. I mean, I'm just saying, though, we're trying to make a point here, JJ. Come on now, don't stop me. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is. You put the ball in his hand because you feel like he's going to make something good happen, which right. isn't always the shot. Now, that, that's the thinking. That's the theory of it all. Now, what actually happens is a conversation we, that might, you know, we might need to have that with Jimmy. Like, look, man, you can't get 12 assists all throughout the game, and then the last shot of the game, you taking a fadeaway three from Steph land. Like, that shit ain't going to fly. So, right. somebody got ahead of balls to go talk. And, you know, I'm not saying that them scared. I mean, somebody, PJ probably done, Cal probably done told, like, what the fuck you be thinking? <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> get like, get so,
1: UD to tell him.
0: I'm sure somebody has, but, you know, I mean, and last night is a game where I'm not saying I agree with it or I take it, but you knew what was coming because it's Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. However, I think that maybe Jimmy, and he's been doing this all season from the random pull-up three, where you're like, where the fuck did that come from? Just Practicing. Right. Well,
1: if he takes well, okay, one a game, I'll, there you I'll go, wait.
0: though. So it's like, do we want him to, and again, it's going to hurt our fucking souls if we're in a game like this, and he takes the shot, and, and the game don't go our way. I get that. But I think in the end game, we kind of want him practicing to get himself there, which I'm not saying is going to happen because in the other side of it, we know for certain that when it counts for real, for real, hey, Jimmy, we need to do something else.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's Probably. funny and, because I – And I, last I,
0: night was a big step towards that, not to cut you off, but I think last night hitting those two shots might have been a big step towards his like I, I got my fingers crossed. I got everything right. it. Go ahead.
2: No, I, I agree because I've been saying um, – for the last like couple of months. I need to see him taking probably like maybe three threes a game. Like I'd like to see it because there's going to be a time in the playoffs. He's going to have to hit that. He's going to have to hit it and he's going to have to take it because they're going to keep giving it to him. So I like him getting the in-game reps. I don't want him shooting eight, nine threes a game. Like that's, that's uncalled for, that's uncalled for, you know, he Listen, he can't be doing that, but like you said. we pulling
0: up if he ever take nine threes in the game. Fuck that. We wait for him outside of the <laughs> Exactly.
2: But I like you said, though, I agree. Like, he's getting some of these, these in-game reps now. Because I feel like at this point, where this team stands, all of this is practice. Like, every game they play now is practice. Because they know how good they can be but they haven't been able to do it with everyone. So everything we're seeing from here on out, all of this is practice. That's how I would look at it with them. Like we just got to figure out ways to get better. We got to figure out ways to get shots, better shots for people. Um, We got to figure out who on this team has a post game and let them use it. Because there were times in that Charlotte game where we had players that had folks on their back and nobody has a post game. Not to say you need to shoot out of the post, but damn, pretend and drop a pass to somebody. Some, like
0: PJ's the only guy with one, man, and man. you can't always get him there. He, but but <laughs> you can't always get him on the block, but he's the only guy. Like, PJ do some shit sometimes. i would be like, wow, he just do that on the block? Like, I think it, it might have been in the Dallas game or the Charlotte game, but... No, he had two post moves that blew my mind, but you, you make a good point. He's the only one, and, and fucking Yurt won't step up to even be a barrier, so you can't – anyway, I'm not going to go there. I'm no. sorry, shit. I am going to cut you. Come on, come on let's <laughs> lay off of Yurt. <laughs> no, I mean, poor, I'm, poor I can't get over him getting the ball took by him from 5'9", Jalen Brunson on Tuesday, and then on Thursday, he letting 5'11", Terry Rozier, come drive the cup like he Jordan, and you looking around at the end of the play <laughs> – like, who, what, 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 what like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. And you know, listen, Zay, listen. I've been a little tough on him. And the reason I've been tough on him, although I've given him his credit, he'll rebound in food, And if you get him that rock within seven feet of the basket, he can make some good things happen. But if you can't play defense, you can't play for the Miami Heat. And I'm not well, saying you
2: have to be Zoe.
0: I'm saying you have to be not terrible.
2: Well, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> that position. If you can't play defense, you're not going to be on the floor long. The guards, you can kind of cover and this and that. But, but if you're that's the why center, he need to be
0: all right. right? Exactly. exactly.
2: He can't when, cover for anybody.
0: And when you are seven foot everything, I mean, it just ain't no excuse. Right. Like, I mean, I need you to put your hands up, brother. I mean, something. Wave them like you just don't I'll, care. I'll <laughs> give you
1: that. Like, at least put your hands up, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Like,
0: but when the it, guy driving, you end up under the rim, all seven foot of you. What the fuck am I supposed to think, JJ?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to use the S word that I don't like to use for NBA players, right. but
0: and I'm not saying he's that. I'm saying I think maybe Tiffany hit on it earlier. It's a it, it gotta be a mental block or something. It has to be like I mean it because like he's are not. Think, are you think? Soft.
1: He's not used he, to the speed of yeah. at this level. Yeah, he the game is too on, fast.
0: I agree. He does things on offense that let you know that he ain't soft. It's like some of the shit you do on offense. like okay, he got a little, you know what I'm saying? He'll bang on the mouth, like you know, he's right. not soft, but it's like, bruh. But I guess he used to being bigger than everybody else too. That you know mm-hmm. what
1: I mean? hmm Yeah, and I, I think that we should end uh, your discussion here. <laughs> oh no, absolutely. Because
0: I, uh, I mean, I felt like we about to, you know. I got another one. So just to, I mean, we had a couple of things on the thing to talk about, on, the, on the, what's the word, the agenda, the itinerary, whatever word you want to use this evening. Um, by the way, it's 7, it's 8.30 on a Friday evening, and we're just shooting the shit before the All-Star Weekend festivities kick off, which we'll get a little bit into. Well, um,
1: the celebrity we, game is underway as we speak.
0: So, oh, but I mean, we weren't to talk about that. But nobody cares about the celebrity game. Right, that's what games. I said. Like, yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> Although,
1: hey, shout out to Puerto Rican rapper Anuel Doblea. So there we go.
0: There you go. He's I mean, the you, you got to get that in. You know what I mean? Shout out to all your peoples and everything. Um, we, I think we answered the Detman versus your question that we were going to get into. Yes. Okay. I think that's. I mean, was it like a two to one JJ or is it all unanimous?
1: Oh yeah, unanimous.
0: Okay. All right. I figured you'd be unanimous, my guy. I just wanted to be sure. You were talking a little crazy over there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so. The gabe yurt two-man game is real, and I'd be interested Mm -hmm. in exploring that next year, the season beyond that. Again, because of the reasons we mentioned um, with Yurt specifically because Gabe, you know, I think Gabe just has to figure out what he can do every night. And I think the the volatility is a little bit when you look at his inconsistency on offense too. It's like some nights he need to get the rock to somebody else. Some nights we need this motherfucker to take six threes and make five Mm -hmm. of them or all six. Um, so it's like I think he just needs to – because he figured out the offensive part of it as far as his own part. Now he has to figure out where he consistently fits into the team. And I'm sure, you know, thinking or hearing or having it toggled around that you might not be in the rotation when V.O. get back or, you know what I mean, right. Depot will come back and run all your minutes. I'm sure that's not helping. But that's a situation that he's good enough to figure out because he's going to be around. You, I mean, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. If you don't keep Gabriel Vincent around – you're not really doing what you're supposed to do as a franchise because he's not only come in and been the guy you needed him to be when he wasn't giving you major minutes or a quality dose of minutes, but he's shown you in the off season to get from that place that he started to get here that he's willing to do the work and you love a guy like that, especially when he can do some of the things that Gabe can do.
1: Um, I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose violence here, unless absolutely. We get Go get, unless we get, unless we get a guy named Donovan Mitchell. You're gonna get well, he's gonna love you he ain't we're coming brother. so let's
2: we're let's brother. move on he ain't brother,
1: coming i not
0: say that's hyper that's so hypothetical and i hate yeah. the hypotheticals man
2: let me just i, I want to chime in for a second on this because please man. because
1: we 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 love the violence although you know we're we're renaissance man we know we when when it comes down to it, we know that that shit ain't realistic I, but you know we right. we like to I, talk no, about no.
2: It. some people don't know it's not some people some people think it's realistic I,
1: oh no please you you
2: you have to you got to look at at what you have and you got to look at what you need because the reality is let's just say O.D. mitch calls and says all right send me to the heat do you realize what you got to give up just to have a conversation with somebody about him
1: oh you gotta it, give up the farm
2: which means you're not more. winning. That means you're not winning. You're not winning anything with, with 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 because let's just say you keep Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy, Kyle, and Bam, right? So this would be next season. hypothetical by the way,
0: I don't even think that's possible. Kyle got to go. No, you, I, you it's not possible. Gotta, you got to with just, Kyle. Probably, I'm just being just hypothetical. Of oh no, I'm absolutely. F- I, I definitely play along. I just wanted people to know that. Oh yeah, no, it's not possible. Yeah, absolutely. it's not possible. No, yeah. I gotta go.
2: But let's just go, go ahead, along go play and that. say, for some reason, you get to keep your point guard because heaven help you if you don't have a point guard and you got those three players in the rotation.
0: Oh goddamn! Excuse me, Lord.
2: You mm. see what I'm saying? Like people don't <laughs> think about all these things that 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 have to. Find a way into working out. Also you got like, one
0: motherfucker you got a coax to shoot, another man. motherfucker you don't want shooting from beyond twenty feet right. and another right. motherfucker that's gonna pull up cross half court
2: Well, and let's be realistic. The <laughs> with each year those tib knees are showing on Jimmy. Like he has t- I call him Tib knees. That means Tom oh. Thibodeau has ran his ass into the ground. Right. So right. each yeah. year those Tib knees get worse and worse. And nobody ever want to talk about it, but everybody seems to act like Donovan Mitchell is <laughs> is is a uh, all defense. He's not. No. Oh he he's is n- he's Oh a, no, he's he's not a good defender. He's a turnstile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean well,
0: I, see he's athletic. So if he came to the Miami Heat, I have to believe that they would at least hold him to the principal. Like, look, man, you can't be a fucking seed. You two athletic did not stay in front of the guy, but he ain't ever going to shut nobody down because that was something I wanted to mention too. The other I, two guys are also being his ass every night yep. about defense.
2: I just think the reality is is that you, <laughs> you've you invested heavily um, with the way this team is is constructed. You've invested monetarily heavily. So... If you, if you look at the numbers this season and I'm not saying he's as good as or he's better than I'm just saying look at the numbers Ty Ty is actually giving you
0: what you Donovan
2: go. Mitchell mm-hmm. is giving the jazz that's all I'm saying
0: I mean if you expand it out or extrapolate it out to an evil amount of time yeah
2: and, and somebody's younger somebody's cheaper getting Somebody, somebody's uh, al- already in the culture immersed right, that's what
0: I, that was big for me it's like you're getting a bigger similar player who you've already filled up with your shit like he's your shit right like, i don't know what they've been teaching don like obviously in utah they tell him it's okay not to play defense and then shoot exactly. 27 times a game and i don't know if i like that because no, see it, the difference between a guy like Kyle Laurie or even Jimmy Jimmy Butler or PJ Tucker I mean my god Dwayne Devon if you watched him from afar you could throw him in there Mm -hmm. you knew that they were guys that were made of the right type of heat shit I tell people quick you could be mad that Dwayne give you one moving screen per game that's cool because he's gonna foul a motherfucker hard two more times a game and I love that because you ain't just gonna come in there uh, I tell you what if if Dwayne Devon playing I bet you Miles Bridges don't Euro step, but one time.
2: Because hey, hey, that, he going to oh. catch that. He going to oh, catch yeah. that wrench. He going to catch that wrench. On the
0: baseline, wrench. okay, going to turn it too. <laughs> going to readjust his motor, you hear me? But he gonna th- um, He's
1: going to think about it next time. Absolutely,
0: yes. <laughs> and the time after that. Um, so, I mean, you know, I think, you know, when you're looking at Donovan, I, and I don't, I'm not saying he's a diva. I just don't know if he's not moody.
2: He seems right. a bit moody. Yep. If that makes sense. And
1: also man, his on t- again, t- off will probably again. do that to you, man.
2: Yeah, well, okay, true. Fair, but, fair enough, fair enough. True, it's true. but I he just, lives in Puerto Rico. Right. 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 <laughs> you just don't want to get ahead of yourself. And like, all of a sudden, oh, let's get Donovan Mitchell. Let's get Dame little Let's get somebody that play defense. Like, at some point
1: give me davion you, mitchell that's the, you, that's the right, mitchell I want.
2: exactly I mean, like you, you're looking at guys who can score but like uh dame lillard his he he's not fitting with this team right now nope. because i Hold don't up. know one person that he's made better in over 10 years name one person he's made better
1: i'll uh, wait none
2: okay all, they, right, see, all but right that's how i look at it like oh he can get you some buckets but he doesn't I mean, make people better and that's I mean, not what bam needs bam doesn't need a guy pulling up from the logo every other time down the court that that doesn't you got to think about who can help the progression of bam
0: okay so little tidbit there by the way by the way Go yeah, ahead, JJ.
1: speaking to tiffany's point have you seen yes. how cj McCollum is playing since he got to new orleans
2: i've been i'm, I'm not gonna lie to y'all he was on my christmas list for the last two years, it ain't happened.
1: Yeah, it's just the salary was too big. Yeah, I know. And you needed I know. To move a but
2: there's something really big
1: piece to get him.
2: There's something about him that I always felt if he got out of Portland, he he would he would turn it on a, a different level. Like he would just because the commitment in Portland to play defense isn't there. Um, Dane being first banana. You know, and and all these other things. And I always felt like CJ was in the shadows. I always felt like if he got traded somewhere that he could be I always felt like he could be a stud.
1: Shit, I, I mm. thought he would be a nice consolation prize for Philly if the James Harden thing mm. never happened. But hmm. New Orleans got shit. a good
0: one. I mean shit, we should have talked about all of that too. Um but
2: <laughs> I mean Next time, next time.
0: Right, 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 right. We'll do this again before the season is out, promise. Um, The thing about it, yo, when you're looking at what the Miami Heat have, if you want to take – I mean, just look at it. So, yeah, Duncan's 27, Max is 25. I think Gabe is, like, 24. Um, And not that those are starter-level players. Not that they aren't starter-level players. Some of them. You look at Yurt, and I think Yurt is, like, 21-and-a-half, 22, something like that – you look at those guys and you look at Tyler and you look at Bam. With the way that the Miami Heat do it, not only could they bring in another guy or two that kind of plays the You forgot way. about Caleb, man. Oh, well, see, he here's the thing, here's the thing he about gone. Caleb. That's what I was about oh, to yeah. say. Oh, yeah, he's, he's probably going to get paid. This is, this is the point I asked about Caleb. I don't know that. I, I'm 50-50 on that, Tiffany. I'm 50-50 mm, on that. And I say okay. this, it's this for me you ain't never really seen no NBA money. So when somebody offered you that yep. 50 million, do you go get that 50 million now and run a high risk of your value never getting that high again? Or do you take the one-in-one or the two-year deal with Miami and go get that 80, 90, or 100 million? Which one? That's the question for yep. Caleb.
1: Yep. So it's essentially what happened to DJJ. Yeah, he took the money.
0: Basically, he took the money. Yep. Because if he had stuck around another year or two, that motherfucker would have got three times what he got. Because I don't think he ended up getting but like 20-something, right?
2: But you know what? He
1: got like hmm. He got like nine per.
0: Yeah, two years, 18 million is what it turned out to be, right? Yeah. Because then they released him the next year. He got signed by the Bulls.
1: Yeah.
2: I also just think that he... I, I. Well, i loved him um I, I love him as as a, pl- a player because he's just an energy guy but right. i i think that's the cap for his money i don't think he would have gotten more and then i also think if let's say he was in that kz spot this year on mm-hmm. the team
0: oh, he, man, wouldn't have, he, he wouldn't oh, he
2: wouldn't
1: somebody <laughs> sa- somebody <laughs> my, my heart, sign kz please my,
0: my, my heart breaks when you talk yeah. about your my oh yeah my God.
2: I, I, I feel i feel bad for, for fix it felix i feel bad oh I feel go bad ahead. for him. But if, if DJJ was in that KZ spot, DJJ would have got, he wouldn't get any burn this year except for when people were out being injured.
0: Because okay, so he, let me, go ahead.
2: You know, while he's a, he's a really good defender, that that shot, you know, it comes let and me, goes.
0: Let me counter this. I feel as though he just got to the point. I'm going to counter with this. I apologize. I don't like stumbling mm-hmm. over my words. Um. He ju- he had just gotten to that point where he was freely taking that shot, right? Mm-hmm. right Do you right. see the progression that Caleb has made since the beginning of the year to now? And I was and I was documenting the whole time on my little timeline or whatever. Um, if he ever starts to hit that shot, it's over. Three, four, five games later, I'm like, all right, man, he hit yeah. that motherfucker one side of the area two or three times, and then he started to hit it. So I think that here you go. It's not the K- He's not in the KZ role. Caleb ain't here if DJJ is still here. You see what I'm saying?
2: Okay, okay, okay. I got Caleb's you. Caleb's not you. here
0: if DJJ's is still here you. because Caleb, for me, is a smaller, slightly at slightly less athletic DJJ. Now, do I think that his defensive polish? He comes mm, a little bit yes. more defensively polished than DJJ, and that's because Caleb has played a lot more ball. You know, him and his brother, them boys was right. the shit at Nevada, whereas DJJ. He only played a little bit of college ball in the grand scheme of things, and he survived off his athleticism. So them boys learned to play ball early. So his right. polish was better, and I'll give you that. But I think the DJJ is just a little more freaky and a little bigger. Now, right. I, now, I also say this. It wasn't a bad move. I'm totally satisfied with Caleb because DJJ is also one of those guys. He got a little Derek Rose to him. Now, hear me out when I say that. There's certain guys that they make their body do shit that a body ain't supposed to do.
2: Yep, yep.
0: And and, yep. and you can't stay healthy like a like a six seven gangly ass dude ain't supposed to be able to jump up in the air fifty inches,
1: and right. that's what DJJ right.
0: can do, and that's why he always tweaking a knee, fucking up an mm-hmm. ankle because his body ain't meant to be able to do that shit. So that's yeah. so that's why I meet it in the middle, yeah. I cut it in half.
2: Okay, I got you.
0: But back to the core point: when you got, I'm sorry. See, this is the tangent part of having a good conversation. <laughs> When you got that core of those guys and Tyler and Bam, you bring in a couple of guys and you develop what you got. You don't sell the farm for a guy that ain't a sure thing. If you go get something, make it a sure thing. Cal Lloyd was a sure fucking thing. Jimmy Mm -hmm. Butler was a sure fucking thing. And by the way, we don't give him enough credit for flipping Jay Rich, who's on his third team. Shout out to Jay Rich. I'm so so sorry about him, too. He's on his third team now. We don't give him enough credit for flipping that shit for Jimmy Butler when we didn't have the cap. But I mean, I think you develop, and there are guys out there that are coming up. Cause let me tell you somebody who I would love to get my motherfucking hands on. Listen, if John Moran ever decided to become a free Ooh, agent, you hear me?
1: You don't oh my know. goodness. If, you if don't. John Moran ever decided to get his don't. ass on that
0: market, Pat Riley better fly down to that mother. Listen, he better be sitting on the Bill Street with a jet. Get your ass on this plane, boy.
2: You don't know. <laughs> you don't
0: know. You
1: don't know. Ooh. Okay, okay, enough hypotheticals because
2: you Now you got me thinking about Ja. You got me thinking about Ja. Whew.
0: And Ooh. then you got Bam feeding off of it, right? And then if don't none of that shit work, you kick it out to a brother like Tyler who can just flat out, all right, fuck it. Come on out here then. I'm going to give you this. Ah, 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 ah. Leave right in your face. We're going down the other way. Now, mind you. Tyler ain't going to lock nobody up, but he'll try. But you got them two dogs right there that'll lock up anybody. I don't give a fuck. Just put two other guys inside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's yes. let's talk with the hypotheticals because Kenneth just dropped the bomb there. Jesus, Kenneth, you, you, you got I mean, my head you know, spinning we, now.
0: We went down that road, man. I just said, well, shit, I'm going to go well, on uh, and park my shit. I will say I was, I was the
1: catalyst. I was the catalyst of that one. Yes. I'll take the blame there. You did. You, I did was the one who, you
0: did that. I
1: was... I was the one who said the timeline ablaze, but still, let's talk about NBA All-Star Weekend, particularly All-Star Saturday night. I don't know if you guys want to talk about the celebrity game. I don't think anybody cares, honestly, but...
0: I mean, the Rising Star, Stars, the Rising Stars setup is interesting to me. I, I, I want to check it out and see how they're going to do it because they can't be playing full games. They got to have like a score in mind because they got four teams and then they're going to have a semifinals and a quarterfinals and all of this other shit. So I'm interested in checking to see how that goes. I can't say it's going to be good, but I'm going to see. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, let's, let's get this shit over with then. Skills Challenge. The Skills Challenge change format once again. It's gonna be three teams: Team Rooks, well, rookie Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham, Josh Giddy from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Team Cavs, the whole city: Jared Allen, <laughs> Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley, rookie sensation Evan Mobley, the rookie of the year, in my opinion. And Team Under the Kumpo: Giannis Under the Kumpo, Alex Under the Kumpo, and Donasus uh, Under the Kumpo. Hey, look, we, we don't like Donasus.
0: <laughs> All types of level. Listen, listen,
1: listen. Uh, you know what I mean? Like
0: so here's the thing no listen no uh, you're not gonna shove these boys down my throat you hear me exactly i don't
2: want to deal with the answer to the kumbos. exactly you're not gonna I make mean, me listen. like them
0: like come on man they goofy i mean Giannis, I, right, but he goofy too like telling those stupid jokes man just play ball <laughs> don't make me
2: look at these all brothers
0: right. man like evan mobley is a rookie of the year though
2: yeah, really According to CBS,
1: I like that.
0: y'all like According Josh C- Giddey. I'm sorry, JJ. Do you like Josh Giddey? I love. Josh Well,
1: he's Josh the Giddy. Australian version of Timothy Shelmie. Of course, you like. I him. like Josh Giddy. I Listen, like Josh Giddey.
2: Josh Giddy, Giddy can, can walk. Off. Josh Giddey look like he lived in in Brooklyn. Like, yeah, he looked oh, yeah. like he lived in Brooklyn, and he got oh, skinny yeah. jeans to boot. But that boy is handing out triple doubles like nobody's business. I'm telling
0: you. So if he ever get him a go to move. If he mm. ever get him a go to move, because that's all he's missing yep. is the consistent offense. And of course, he's going, yo, I mean, he's going to work his ass off on his jumper this summer. But if he could just get one little, ah, ah, you know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. he can get to the middle and get to his stuff, he does so much other stuff for you that I think, you know, you got some down there with him at SGA. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead, JJ. Do your thing, woke.
1: With that being said, Thank you for listening to this episode of 305 Culture Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave a short review and a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast. We could we really appreciate that as it helps the show grow. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 305 Culture Pod.
0: And where can they find you on social media, JJ?
1: They can find me on, on Twitter at JJ That's at JJ as in Victor E-R-A-N-B-A. And on Instagram, you can find me at Rivera 98 That's J A I R O R I V, is in Victor E R A 98. Although I don't use Instagram that much. And where can the people find you, Tiffany?
2: Oh, okay. So you can find me at Tiffany Meeks23 on Twitter. And uh, if you fancy yourself a ph- photography enthusiast, you can find me at JAM, that's J A M, digitalphoto.com.
1: Kenneth, where can the people find you?
0: absolutely jj you're supposed to bounce it to me jj and i bounce it well you know tiffany's our guests
1: so i know but you know i
0: mean but, but we got a thing that we do because it's called rhythm it's radio they don't know us anyway if you want to find your mans on twitter you can find me at k said k that's k underscore s-a-i-d underscore q-u-e again k said k on twitter on instagram people you can find me at i am k that's i-a-m-k-c-i-r-r-u-s again i am k Service on instagram thanks you guys I appreciate you for listening join us next week
1: yeah so thank you for listening enjoy all-star weekend bye bye